Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I love softball. I love playing it. I love watching it. And sure, it may be my hobby of choice, but why? Well, we always have an odd one in the crowd. So it's kind of odd. Decidedly odd. Doesn't that strike you as a little bit odd? No, that doesn't strike me as a little bit odd. It's the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. The stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. Now, here's the Oddcast. Hey, it's Doc, and I'm back here with another solo edition of the Oddcast. And... I wanted to talk about a question I received a while back when I first started working for The Bob and Sherry Show. I mentioned that I played a lot of softball, and someone asked me why I chose that sport in particular. Well, let me give you the origin story of how I got into softball. I, of course, like many other people, played baseball growing up, and I played from the time I was about five years old until eighth grade, so... I was about 12 or 13 at the time. So the local rec that I played with, we had an all-star team, and I was on the all-star team, and we went down to Williamston, North Carolina, and played in the Little League State Championship. I think this was 1996 or something along those lines. And we ended up winning the state championship. And I guess I decided to retire after that, just go out on top or something. I didn't play baseball in high school or college. And when I graduated from college... And six months later, I ended up getting my first radio job. The radio station was in the same building as one of the local TV news stations. So one day, I'm walking to the studio, and on the studio door was a flyer that someone from the TV station had posted trying to recruit people for the company softball team. So I'm staring at this flyer, and I figured, sure, why not? And so I joined the team, and despite the fact I hadn't played baseball in a solid 10 years. It turns out I was kind of good at the softball thing. I was young, early 20s, finally hit puberty. So I was like Olympic speed level fast. Well, the radio show I worked for back then, the show was called Matter Ramona. I mentioned on the air one day that I had played on the company softball team. So one day, one of our listeners actually reached out to me and invited me to play with her team in a softball tournament. So I went and played in that, had a, had a wonderful time, and then she invited me to play league ball on a random Sunday at a park somewhere in the city. Now back then, at that park, Sundays were the premier day for softball. I'm talking about there were six fields at the park and games were being played on all six fields at that park all day from like one o'clock in the afternoon all the way until the lights went off at the park at like 1045 at night. The competitive teams, they would play on the upper fields and the rec casual teams would play on the lower fields. 
I remember playing on the lower fields that day, and it just so happened that someone from the upper fields was watching, and after the game, they asked me if I wanted to play some more competitive ball on the upper fields. And at the time, young 20-something, thinks he's hot stuff at softball. I'm like, of course, I wasn't going to turn that down. And at that moment, that shaped one of the major paths of my life to where I am now, dedicating anywhere from four to six days a week playing this sport that I love. People lose their mind when I tell them how many softball teams I play on. Um, As of right now, I'm on 11 teams, I think. Well, I guess I'll count this out out loud. Um, I'm on two on Monday, one on Tuesday, two on Wednesdays, one on Thursday, one league ball team on Saturday, and then I also have a tournament ball team that plays on Saturday as well. And then I'm on three teams on Sundays. So yeah, I definitely stay busy. And the entire purpose of that isn't necessarily to make it so that I'm playing every single day. It's more about making sure that there's always an opportunity for me to scratch the itch to play ball whenever I want. Because honestly, I'd rather have too many opportunities to play softball than too few. So here's the part of this podcast where we break down the psychological aspect of why I love softball and why I've gravitated toward it so much, especially over the last several years. Now, I've played softball since 2006, but for a very long time, it wasn't my only hobby, and it definitely wasn't my number one hobby. For the bulk of my adulthood, that title belonged to this tiny little Canadian TV show called Degrassi. If you don't know what Degrassi is, it's basically a Canadian teen soap opera that's been around in some way, shape, or form since the early 1980s. And I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Degrassi was my life. I was a hardcore superfan who built a popular Degrassi fan blog back in 2009, and the blog blew up, generated millions and millions of views, and in some ways, I became an influencer for the show before the term influencer was a thing, in the way that people use the word influencer nowadays. When I wasn't working or playing softball, I'd be scouring the internet for the latest Degrassi news, or on nights where there were new episodes... I was staying up until 3 or 4 in the morning, writing a review of the latest episode and recording and editing vlog recaps. I got to do some pretty incredible things, like work on secret projects with the Degrassi team, uh, visit the set of the show on a day they were filming, so now I get to forever brag that I'm standing behind the wall in one of the scenes in the show. And in the most surreal moment of my entire life... The executive producer of the show uh, once invited me to an event in Canada. So I make the trip up there. I'm thinking this is a public event or something. No, this is an event at his condo. And there are Degrassi people everywhere. There are cast members. There are writers. There are producers. There are media bigwigs there. Me and my friend James, James Alexander, he's a TV writer. We were the only two fans of the show there. Like we were the only two actual regular people there. Absolutely insane stuff here. And all of that stuff was incredible. And I'll forever be grateful for the privilege to be able to have all those bucket list level experiences. But just like with my job, and this isn't Degrassi's fault. This is my own fault. I made the toxic mistake of making Degrassi my entire personality. My whole identity for the longest time was just work and Degrassi. And that's it. With work, I spent too much time basing my value on how hard I was working and how much time I was spending at work. You know, I was sucked into that whole textbook workaholic hustle culture thing. 
And the problem with wrapping so much of the rest of my life around Degrassi is that ultimately, I had no control over that entity. The modern version of Degrassi had an incredible run from 2001 until the show was quietly canceled in 2017. But once I realized that the show isn't coming back, I was kind of left there wondering, what now? What do I do with my time? What do I do in my life? This sounds weird to say because I felt weird saying it even to other Degrassi fans. But for a few years from like 2018, 2019, 2020, I went through an identity crisis because this silly teen drama was over. But you got to remember, I had spent some 13, 14 years thinking about this show, talking about the show, creating content about the show or watching the show in some capacity every single day of those 13 to 14 years. And at the same time, I was also in a phase of finally realizing that I was suffering from burnout at work, which it was all of my own doing, by the way, and trying to decouple my identity from being a, quote, hard worker. And that, my friends, is where softball comes in. It's been my go-to thing to fill in the free time I've acquired from moving on from having Degrassi as the center of my universe, and while also actively doing the shadow work to get rid of my toxic workaholic tendencies. Softball is the first thing in my adult life that I'm doing that I'm not turning into a responsibility. Don't get it twisted. Degrassi will always be my soulmate, but getting to do all of those amazing things that I did It required a lot of work to get there. And there's a reason why you don't see me very active on my own social media accounts nowadays, or you don't see me coming out with my own podcast like everyone else here at The Bob and Sherry Show. I spent a solid 15 years doing all that stuff hardcore. I'm burnt to a crisp because of it, and I don't want to spend my free time dealing with all that. With softball, I'm not out there to work. Skill-wise, I'm above average depending on the day, but I'm not out there to be a professional ball player. Sure, I want to win just as much as everyone else, but I'm also there just to have fun, to simply savor and enjoy the experience while I have the capability of doing so. Softball serves a couple of different purposes for me. First off, I enjoy the competition. There's days when I'm out there and I look like a Hall of Famer, steamrolling everything and everyone in sight. And then there's days like last Wednesday when I couldn't get a hit to save my life or playing tournament ball on the weekend and I'm playing against these damn 20-year-olds who make me look like I'm old and slow. (laughs) The competition varies and it's really fun going through the calculations and strategizing on how to outwit and outlast the other teams. And the big thing about softball, and you get this with every other sport, it's a great tool for learning to consistently rebound from failure. For me, being one of the most antisocial people on the planet, softball is my social activity. Even if I'm not saying much, I love being around the people out there at the ball field. Some of them I've been playing with and or against for 10 plus years. And there's something about playing at this level with people who want to be there. They also want to be on the ball field. And like me, they're out there multiple times a week. I recently joined a Tuesday team full time and... Tuesdays have always been my day off from softball, and that's always been intentional. But this time, I wasn't going to pass up the opportunity to play on this team because, again, the people. These days aren't going to last forever. There are so many people who played when I first started playing softball who are no longer playing the game for one reason or another. Several years ago, in that company softball league that I mentioned earlier that I still play in to this day, There was a really great player in the league named Daniel, and we were around the same age. 
He was your prototypical four-hole hitter with a stud glove. And then one day, he announced that he had cancer and that the prognosis wasn't good. I remember the last day that he came out to the ball field. Um, He came out to pitch a ceremonious first pitch because he knew it was going to be his last time on the ball field. And he looked like a completely different person. The cancer was trying to destroy his body, but I'd like to think that it didn't destroy his spirit. And that was the first of many reminders for me of how quickly your life can change. It doesn't matter whether it's next week or several decades from now when I'm in my 70s trotting around playing some senior ball. There will come a time when I've had my last at bat and I've made my last speedy catch in the outfield. And hopefully I'll be the one who gets to dictate when my last time on the ball field is. But until then, I'm going to ball until I fall. And that's going to do it for this episode of The Oddcast. If you do not have something out here that you are doing just for fun, I hope that you're able to find it soon. Catch episodes of The Oddcast every Monday. And then Fridays in The Oddcast feed, we have episodes of Talking Lamar. And for all of your other Bob and Sherry needs, don't forget B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. And we'll catch you next time on The Oddcast. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.